Yo, 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 what's up? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 475 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Last Friday, Yaz, Mina, and I were were at a pretty low low where we were in this big space of uncertainty. We're like, are we qualified to be doing what we're doing? Can we make this work? What's going to happen? There's so many variables. We don't have momentum. We're making little progress. We're not feeling great on a day-to-day basis. On the outside, things look fantastic. On the inside, things are really chaotic and not feel like not matching the outside. And it's like, what can we do? So that same day, we had our first ever mastermind that we ran in person in London. We had like seven or eight people show up. And I said, Yaz, we got to bring this challenge to the mastermind. And I'm actually reading this phenomenal book right now. It's called The Happiness Advantage. And in this book, they talk about this guy had worked at Harvard or like spent 12 years at Harvard. And he found that four out of five students at Harvard typically will have some kind of depression during that time and will be extremely stressed, have a tremendous amount of anxiety, and just it is not an enjoyable experience for them at all. And then there's that one person who doesn't ex- exactly experience that, who actually thrives at Harvard, has a fantastic time, is super happy, and has a time of their life. And what the author decided to do is he decided to study the one person that is actually thriving and is very happy at Harvard as opposed to the other four as far as their depression and anxiety and why it's tough and why they drop out and all that stuff. And in the book, he boils it down to seven principles. And this is really, really fantastic. Just for the sake of of brevity, we'll talk about one thing um, today, which is the power of leaning on your social alliances, leaning on the people who are in your corner and asking them for help. And I've been saying this to myself. I've been saying, yo, when you ask for help, the universe opens up for you. But you have to be vulnerable enough to put your ego to the side to actually go out and seek out help. And one thing that one of my friends had said at a dinner party earlier this month, he said, you know, I've accepted the fact that there is a solution out there. And sometimes that solution is not me. That solution must come from something or somebody else. So we went to the mastermind and that's exactly what we did. We, we leaned on the people that are in our lives and our friends and asked for help. And guess what? We got some phenomenal advice. And ever since then, Yasmina and I have been just thriving and catching tremendous amount of momentum and feeling fantastic. And you may be hungry, seething at the mouth, wanting to know, Greg, what was that advice? Well, it was um, plain and simple. It's pretty cool. He was like, all right, well, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of chaos. First thing they asked was like, okay, are you going to be dealing with these same challenges six months from now? We're like, oh, probably not. How about three months from now? Probably not. So, okay, well, maybe it's not, it's not, it shouldn't be that stressful then. If you realize that, wait a second, we're in this time period right now. If we can just weather the storm, we'll be all right. And at the same time, 
have we written out everything in terms of what needs to be done? What is all the worries? Everything. Is that all laid out on paper? Like, no, no, it's not. And it's like, well, do you know what you can control? And do you know what you can influence? Because when you, what you can influence, like, because you're relying on other people to do stuff and, you know, like that, we don't have control over that. And it doesn't really help to just worry, worry, worry. It's like, we, all we can do is just do our best to focus on what we can control and, and focus on what is good on our side. And I was talking to a mentor and she was like, I was saying, she's like, how you guys doing? I'm like, well, it's very chaotic, not feeling fantastic. You know, we're on the outside, things look good. On the inside, things aren't so great. And she goes, well, well, why is that? And I said, well, I th- you know what I think it is? I think it's our expectations. I think we are expecting the journey to look a certain way and it's it's not that way whatsoever. And it's just been really tough because the outside to us is not matching. It's like, it's our, what's going on in our head. And man, I'll tell you what, it was... It was so beautiful because after our after our mastermind session, the the very next day, you know, we started to gain momentum in terms of like starting to gain energy and just to go back to the happiness advantage, you know, we've been we've been trained and thought and taught growing up that success equals happiness. Once I get to a certain amount of success, then I will be happy with my life. Once I get to this level, once I'm making this amount of money, once my life looks this kind of way, once I have this kind of spouse or, or girlfriend or boyfriend, once I have this kind of style, once I have this these kind of muscles and, and body tonality, then I will be happy. Then I will finally feel good. I need to just live. I think it was Naval Ravikant that said desire is a contract you sign with yourself that says that you're going to be unhappy until you achieve what it is that you're looking to get. Now, the thing is, when you get it, it's so fleeting. You you might feel good for a day. You might feel good for a week. You might feel good for a month. You might feel good for two months. But you're not going to feel good for the rest of your life, especially when you train your brain to constantly think about once I get here, then I will. And typically what it is you wanted isn't exactly what you expected it to be. And guess what? You set new goals and now you've accomplished something that you really, really, really wanted. And then it's like, oh, but once I get to this point, then I will be happy. Once I get to this point, then I will. And you have to make the decision on what life you want to live. You know, Tom Brady, you know, greatest American football player of all time. You know, they, they ask him, what's this? Which one is his favorite Super Bowl? He has seven Super Bowl rings or championships. And he said, what's your favorite Super Bowl championship? And he goes, the next one. That's fine. That's fantastic. And there's also another way of living and thinking. And this is something that I've noticed a lot of Tony Robbins Platinum Partners have been talking about. And it's this completely different way of thinking and They talk about that in this book right here, which is, no, no, no. Happiness brings you more success. Not not success brings happiness. Being happy will make sure you have more success 
in your life. If you feel good already, if you feel happy in this moment now, well, are you going to take better actions? Are you going to be more clear-headed? Are you going to be more of a joy to, to be around and hang out with? Are people going to be happy to spend more time with you and give you more referrals? Are they going to be delighted to help you out because you're just such a positive force in their life? Of course, all these things is is you being happy. Is that going to have an effect on your business? Is that going to have an effect on all these different things, right? And I was so trapped in the mindset of, oh my God, if I'm happy, I'll lose my work ethic. Oh my God, if I'm happy, what what will I have? Well, I I need this kind of tension. I need this kind of pressure. I need to feel this way to get things done. Otherwise, I will, how else will I get things done? And that's a difficult thing to let go of. It's a very, very difficult thing to let go of. And that is, I feel, I remember for me, it was like trying to control way too much and trying to control everything. And I remember I was having this conversation with my therapist last year and she was talking about this executive that she was working with who was extremely successful. And the executive said that, she's like, well, when, so the executive said like, so what's your favorite thing in the world? He was like, well, I love surfing. And she's like, well, what do you love about surfing? He's like, I just love, you know, catching the waves and then all this stuff. And then with, with the ocean, you got to be careful because, you know, you, it can get dangerous really fast. So, you know, you're waiting for the waves and he's like, well, do you have control of the ocean? He goes, no. It's like, well, what do you love? He's like, well, I love catching the waves. It's like, well, look, the waves are in your control. You only have control about which waves you're able to to catch. And it like no wonder why like you feel so at peace when you're surfing is because you have decided to let go of all control. So allow yourself to really be able to open up. And for me, it was just like putting my ego to the side and asking for help, putting my ego to the side and realizing that I'm not going to get to where I want to go by myself. I, I need help. And I put so many conditions on myself to feel worthy enough to ask for help and love. I feel like I had to give a certain amount of value. I felt that my worth as a person was in direct proportion to how much value I've given to somebody. And to a certain extent, that, that can be true. Um, especially like in early relationships, you, you definitely want to be a person who deposits more social capital and value into your bank account. But once you have some social capital, it's okay to to spend and to ask and to, you know, it's like a it's a mutual exchange of value. But not just for that, but like sometimes you have just tremendous amount of social capital with people that are in your corner, your friends, your family partnerships or people that you've taken courses with together like these people are there for you and they're extremely happy to give to you and, and help you out and lean on the people that are around you be open be vulnerable and you know the people around you they want to help you out they love you you may think that in order for you to receive love you have to have all the things that I listed in terms of you got to have, you got to be a certain age, you got to have X amount of money, you got to have your business looking like this, you got to have your lifestyle looking like this, you got to be like this, your social media has to look like this, your body has to, all this stuff, 
all these bullshit conditions that we put on ourselves in order for us to give ourselves self-love, that's not the same kind of conditions that people around you put on you to want to give you love. Think about a newborn baby. Does a baby have to earn a certain amount of money for a mother and father to love the baby? No. Does a baby have to do something to earn their love? No. A baby is just a fucking baby who cries and smiles and takes shits in it on itself and, and you have to change the diaper. Sometimes a baby can be a pain in the ass, but babies, parents fucking love their baby for no other reason besides it is a living being. And you have relationships, people in your life that are like that. They love you simply because you are just you and... They don't love you for the the utility that you bring to their life. They don't love you because how much they're able to get from you or whatever it is. They're like, hey, some people love you because you're just a human being that they spend their life with, that they love and care for. And they want you to lean on them. They want to have that heart to heart. And sometimes they're too afraid to be able to open up. As you know, it's fucking difficult. It is fucking challenging as shit. And sometimes you have to be that person to be able to bridge that gap in that relationship and have those people really be there for you. So big, big, big lessons. Lean on the people that are around you. Ask for help. Man, be vulnerable. And because we asked for help and we were vulnerable, we got some fantastic advice in the mastermind. Yasmina and I have a new lightness for life. We feel fantastic. We feel grateful. We feel excited. We feel happy. We're gaining some momentum. I am so fucking excited and thrilled to work today. And success doesn't bring more happiness. Happiness brings more success. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Talk to you soon. Peace out.